Get ready for your semi-regular dose of random ideas from the guys at Code Elation. We like to talk about big ideas, companies that are winning and those that aren't, along with current events in our crazy world of software startups. So come along with Eric and Josh, who challenge you to think big, start small, and turn your ideas into something on this episode of From Idea to Done. Hey, everyone. I'm Josh. And I'm Eric. And today's idea is you've got this incredible idea, and you have an app in your head, and you're thinking about building an MVP with a developer, but you're afraid of spending too much money. Like, what do you do? And so first things first with this, MVP was a new acronym to my vocabulary when coming into the world of software developments and startups. Can we talk about what an MVP is? Absolutely. So it is probably known to you before as most valuable player from, from baseball, right? Exactly. All right. Well, <clears throat> in our world, it's known as minimum viable product. And MVP highlights on a lot of the right things, but I think has the wrong um, sentiment to it. You know, you have the words of minimum and viable. That That's a terrible way to look at things because <laughs> minimum is what's the least amount of effort I can put into it. You know, what can we do to check off the boxes as a, as a development company? Um, it doesn't allow us to really lean into what it should be. And so we've, we've stolen this from uh, a, another blog. I know we've referenced it before, but it's called SLC. And that's simple, lovable, and complete. And if, if you, I think it's a, a Smarter Bear blog. We'll put it in the show notes here. And if you read the comments on that blog post, it's really funny is that it's split almost 50-50 of people saying that it, SLC is MVP, stop trying to create new acronyms for stuff. And the other half are saying, I love it. It means a lot more to me. Um, so I'm, I'm on, the, on the side of SLC, simple, lovable, complete, means more than an MVP. But at the end of the day, it's the same concept. I, I just feel minimal, like the, the marketer in me does not like the word minimum viable. <laughs> like that just, yes. that doesn't seem good. But we've determined now that simple, lovable, and complete is a thing and that we're not talking about Ken Griffey Jr. So, so what is the basic conversations that we kind of start any customer with when they come in for a simple, lovable, complete product? Well, typically the customer comes in with a series of features that they want to build and we need to reframe that into what's the problem? What is the problem we're trying to solve? <clears throat> Why are you trying to solve this problem? Why are you the right person to solve this problem? What happens if you don't solve this problem? And most likely in the year 2020, if you don't solve that problem, like you're probably not going to matter in the, in the, in the real binary sense of it. If you, if you went to the audience and, and said, this is a problem, I'm not going to solve it. I don't think you're going to have anybody that's, that's up in arms for it. So um, there are a lot of times, though, that the problems that you, you think are having aren't really the, the core problems that you're solving. And so it goes back to understanding the, um, <clears throat> understanding the, the audience and how severe frequent is that problem? Because at the end of the day, you, you may end up with something completely different than what you're thinking about. And, and we do run into that a ton. Like we change, pivot our directions on our builds a lot. And it's really 
focused on getting to that problem though. And I think that that's something important that a lot of people just kind of miss out on. And so, so that kind of gets us into our, our next basic question that everyone has for us is how much is developing this idea going to cost? And I think that's kind of the hardest thing in the world for us to answer because there are unlimited variables in the question of like the cost of starting a business. And so how do you approach this question? You know, I, I really focus on it from <clears throat> the concept of um, appetite and resources and appetite. So if Eric, you came in with an idea, appetite is, is what are, what is your, your want to solve this problem? You may come in and say the problem I'm trying to solve is going to revolutionize the marketing industry and I've got $5 to do it. And I don't know anything about marketing. Um, also, I work a day job. Like <laughs> <laughs> your resources are limited. Those are your constraints. And so time, money, and expertise, um, at that point, you know, as a development shop, our, I should say, you know, not just a development shop, but as a collation, um, should, should we build out anything? Is this better suited as a pitch deck or a wireframe? You know, is, is the point of the MVP to sell it or get feedback? Like, what are we trying to do with solving this problem? And there's, there's a lot of factors that go into this and ultimately only you can decide what, it, what your appetite is to solve the problem, how much time you have, how money you have, and what your team's expertise is. And I, I think it doesn't do anyone any good for us to put together a big scope doc and um, put a whole bunch of features together if, if you don't have the right pieces in place to solve the problem. If you're not ready to take the bite, you should probably not get a 72 ounce steak. <laughs> and I kind of look at that question differently too. A lot of times our potential customers are just like, they're so excited and it's the first step and we're gonna do it. And we really need to kind of look at it as a big picture. Like, and we'll use you as an example. So you wanted to start a software development company. Seemed like a good idea. 12 years in, I'm guessing you spent a lot more and, and like actual millions of dollars in rent and payroll and podcast equipment. Like what was the dollar amount you have spent? Did that match what you had in your head 12 years ago? Um, no, you know, like 12 years ago, I read the four hour work week and basically said, how many rounds of golf could I squeeze in each day? Like completely different thought process and not even close um, to where we're at today. And there's a, we'll put this in the, in the notes here on this the podcast. There's a great article that ha <clears throat> can't see me, but I got a pyramid up on the screen. And this, this blog post talks about <clears throat> the MVP typically takes the bottom, you know, third of the, um, of the pyramid and tries to complete it. And if you look at the pyramid of, you know, um, emotions kind of going top to bottom of enjoyable, usable, reliable, and then the user needs, user segments, functions, you really, whether you're starting a software development company or you're developing an app, you don't want to take the bottom pass of that. You kind of want to take a little slice off of each side of it so that you get all, all of the pieces addressed. Mm -hmm. In, in your MVP, in your, your SLC. And so I, I think there's some, 
some good things to, to glean from our experience with our clients and also from ourselves. You know, that's, I, and I haven't even heard you talk about that one before. Usually <laughs> a little familiar with the references that you talk about, but I, I think the example of your company, it's a good idea. The fact that, you know, you have to have a huge appetite because what if your idea is a home run? You know, if you found Facebook, you have to have a crazy amount of appetite because you're going to be spending billions of dollars. You're in, dedicate your entire life and you have to be basically an honorary doctor in your field to kind of get to that point. And so it's just kind of a different thought process of thinking at looking at it at like the big picture instead of just at the, the minimum, which I just, like I said, I don't like that word to begin with, but do you have any other advice on kind of getting a budget set around your simple, lovable, complete product? Yeah. You know, I, I think a lot of times people look at it and say, I've got, I've got $50,000 to, to build this thing. And that's, that's a ton of money, no matter who you are. Mm-hmm. And the way they look at it and say, I'm going to put $50,000 towards building the thing. That, that's a wrong way to look at it because you need marketing, you need sales, you need all sorts of other resources. And so like if your entire, your entire pool is 50 grand, put a milestone together for your development team, for you, like whoever you're working with and say, we're going to spend five, maybe 10 grand of that and set expectations for where you're going to get to. Um, a, a lot of, you know, if you're working with, um, a, a dev shop, a lot of times there is no solution at five or 10 grand. And so how do you, how do you help move your idea forward? Um, with that in mind, you know, maybe that's, uh, an intern, maybe that is a wireframe. Like there's, there's always ways to get there, but don't spend everything in the hopes that you're going to get what's in your head, because there's a lot of misalignment when you start off on something. And the least we know about the the project is at the start of it and so think very iteratively think very small scale and get some results um past that point it's it's always going to take more of those three resources time money and expertise you know there's a kind of joke around running a business of it's going to take twice as long and twice as much as you expect every time so just plan a cushion in there because it's going to happen yeah no and i think that we've all kind of had some million dollar idea at some point at a bar in our lives. But like the difference between hundred dollar ideas and million dollar ideas is really the execution. And so take some time to really dig into your ideas before putting any money into it. So do you have any final, final thoughts? Yeah. I I think I've seen a blog post somewhere to where like a good idea with terrible execution is worth, you know, it's like a multiplier effect and, you can take an okay idea with excellent execution and come out ahead of somebody with a better idea than you. Um, and just really make sure you know about the industry, know, really, really know the problems that they're having, how big of a problem, like how severe frequent is that problem? Um, because if it isn't a nagging issue, no one's gonna care. And finally, can you execute on it? You know, Eric, remember Friendster? I know Facebook doesn't. I have no idea what Friendster is. I'm old. <laughs> We're peers. We'll <laughs> be at high school. I have no idea. Yeah. 
I'll have to do a little research in what Friendster is. But, you know, this all kinds of goes back to can your business execute on solving a problem? And so thank okay. you for listening. I hope you know of a startup that could use our advice and random thoughts. Send them over to codelation.com to hear our next podcast.